Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Robin Hinkle, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is U-Turn. Lent is a season when we can respond to Christ's love by turning and returning to God. Join us in this renewal process and become part of God's holy work in the world. 1 John puts it this way, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 12, verses 20 to 26. Now among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who love their life lose it, and those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. Whoever serves me, the Father will honor. Here ends the reading. As I was preparing this meditation, I was reminded of a roller coaster at Six Flags Amusement Park in Atlanta, Georgia, called Goliath. Now, I love roller coasters. My daughter and I have been on them all over the country, and Goliath is one of the special ones. It is famous for its first hill that you go up and up and up, and it is unbelievably high. When you get to the top, you can see all over the city of Atlanta. And then there's the first part of the drop-down on the other side, where the exhilaration begins. You sort of float for a second as the coaster goes from pointing straight up to crashing straight down. And there is a physics phenomenon that takes place where the change in your pockets or whatever else you have that is not secured floats in mid-air before the free fall. The disciples do not know it, but that is where they are in their walk with Jesus. They have witnessed the raising of Lazarus, and this is topped off by the exhilaration they just experienced in what we now call the Palm Sunday events. Jesus rides into Jerusalem as a king to the cheers of a massive crowd. Anyone who has participated in a Mardi Gras parade knows the exhilaration of this feeling, being surrounded by people who want to see you, who want to be near, who want to be seen, who want you to throw them just a little something. The apostles who had been with him so long surely must have been thinking, or hoping, hooray, we're finally going to take over the kingdom. Would Jesus go and sit on the throne of David? Or will he make some grand announcement in the temple? What sort of miracle did he have in store for the world? And so they follow Jesus into the temple where he sits in the outer court. He is obviously in this part of the temple complex because it is where foreigners are allowed. And he is teaching. And then some Greeks asked to see Jesus. 
I love the bookend here at the end of this portion of John's Gospel. The first two evangelists of the Twelve Apostles of the Gospel are Andrew and Philip. If you go way back in chapter 1 and chapter 2 and check, you will find that they were the first to bring their Jewish family and friends to meet the Messiah. Andrew brought Simon Peter to meet Jesus, and Philip brought Nathanael. And here we see them three years later still doing their work of introduction, but now they understand that they can bring foreigners, outsiders, outcasts to meet their Messiah as well. They now understand that Jesus is the Savior of many nations and many sorts of people. This is when Jesus says, My hour has now come. If this was a bell curve of their ministry of evangelism, this would be the top of the curve. These Greeks symbolize that the whole world is now invited to come to Jesus. And it is this time that Jesus gets up and goes to the Last Supper to begin his passion. The change in the pockets of the disciples is floating in midair, especially that of Judas Iscariot, and they do not realize it. But their free fall is about to begin, and it will be frightful and ugly, and the only one in the courtyard that day that truly realizes it is Jesus. I therefore want to invite you to relive this free fall with them. I love that our church marks the passion of Christ with a great tritium. We begin with the Last Supper that we remember on Maundy Thursday night. And as Jesus leaves the upper room, we leave our sanctuary stripping the altar as if we are recreating the time when it looks like Jesus is leaving us alone forever. On Good Friday, we go through an unjust trial, torture, and death. On Saturday morning, we can sit by the tomb. And then on Saturday evening at the great vigil, we can exhilarate in the first inkling of the resurrection. But hold that thought. I invite you first to join Andrew and Philip and the people of Israel in the downward slide of the dark events of the next few days. I promise it will make the exhilaration and light of Easter shine even brighter. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, in your tender love for the human race, you sent your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, to take upon him our nature and to suffer death upon the cross, giving us the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may walk in the way of his suffering and also share in his resurrection through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you.